It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on The Bet. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain on 1430 The Bet in Denver. Also on The Bet, 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. Want to welcome into the show, back into the show, I should say, uh, Mark DeRosa. He is at EdTeach23. He's a pro sports better. And uh, he's getting his bets in. We'll talk about all, all the stuff he got down on over the weekend uh, when he uh, traveled outside of Florida to get some uh, large wagers. And boy, did the markets adjust to Mark DeRosa. Uh, Mark, I want to go back a couple of weeks to the NFC title game. First off, congratulations. And we can go in detail on uh, everything that you won. But the, the three of us, family men, what I, what I found most fascinating about what was happening to you a couple of weekends, not so much the win, it was great for you, but the Saturday family meeting. Tell me, tell us about the family meeting, and uh, were there any arguments? Uh, yeah. So um, I've, I'm married and have three kids, and um, you know we've been cheering for the Buccaneers all season. And um, you know, I just thought it would be kind of interesting. You know, my kids really don't; they're kind of younger, so they don't really have any concept of you know, an amount of money that was at stake, but, um, you know, I just kind of wanted to get their opinion on things. And, uh, you know, for my, for my wife and I, I mean, it was an amount of money that, you know, you have to sit down and, and, and seriously ask yourself, you know, do you want to lock in a, a substantial profit or do you want to, are you comfortable with the risk that, you know, uh, that we're, we're taking if we don't lock in a profit? So, um, you know, we sat down and of course, you know, my kids have been cheering for the Buccaneers all year and, uh, they didn't want to bet on the other team. And, uh, you know, my wife just said that, uh, you know, she, she, uh, had faith in, uh, in the Buccaneers pulling it off and, um, you know, we were pretty comfortable with taking the risk. So, um, so we just rolled with it. So, uh, Mark, go back for people that weren't listening last week. Talk the numbers. Throw out the numbers there that you were really debating between because there could be some of our listeners on the Radio.com app that could find themselves in the same situation or in Denver and L.A. Sure, sure. So um, I had bet the Buccaneers to win the NFC at 35-1 uh, to 1 and uh, to win the Super Bowl at 60-65-1. and 65 to 1. Um, And it's uh, a six-figure score on each uh, – couple times over so um you know i could have locked in you know could have uh bet green bay um money line and and, and locked in a profit of you know roughly a hundred thousand um but you know if uh if green bay uh loses the game which they did you know it kind of uh kills kills my super bowl bets on the bucks so um you know we just we just decided to let it ride Ed, do you have any uh, examples since you are primarily a futures better, something we've discussed in the past, when you're in a similar situation, also decided not to hedge and uh, and it hurts you? Um, and have you has the, your experience as a futures better kind of got you in the spot where uh, most times you end up leaning no hedge? Yeah, I had a situation happen week 17 where I had bet the Giants to make the playoffs at 20 to one. And I had bet 2,500 to win 50,000. And if you guys can recall, 
all they had, all that had to happen was they had to beat Dallas in week 17. And then the Eagles had to beat the Redskins or I'm sorry, the football team. And, uh, so the giants took care of business earlier in the day and the spread on the, uh, Washington Philly game went from like three to seven or six and a half, uh, over the course of a couple of days. So I kind of missed the boat on being able to hedge out at a good price by betting on Washington. So that was another case where I said, all right, I'm going to let it ride. And, uh, man, I really regret that because I don't think Philadelphia was at any point trying to win that game, especially when they, you know, pulled the quarterback in the fourth quarter. That's the one scenario where I really, really, really regret not thinking about every angle, uh, in the game. So yeah, it's interesting, Ed. I mean, I guess it's personal. I'm calling you Ed still. Should I call you Ed Teach or Mark DeRozan? What am I supposed to call you? Either, either one's fine, yeah. All right, so then why don't you talk about that real quick, Mark? Like, now that your real name's out there, why did you have a fake name and why did you come out with your real name? Yeah, so I've been on internet forums for 10 or 15 years, probably 15 years and uh, maybe, maybe longer. And I always use that as my uh, internet handle. And, you know, I signed up for Twitter in 2009 and I just kind of automatically use my internet handle, um, which is the, the real legal name for uh, the pirate Blackbeard. And um, so I'd always use that name and I didn't use Twitter for about 10 years. And I just started using it again last year. And, um, you know, I just figured recently a lot of people have been, you know, using my names and articles and, uh, everybody else has, has their real names or, or uses their real names. So, uh, you know, might as well just bite the bullet and, uh, use the real name. So. Yeah. We've seen that a lot over the last couple of years that guys have decided, okay, you know what, I'll just throw my real name out there. My face is out there anyways. Why, why the hell not? Okay. So how are we yeah. handling, how are we handling Super Bowl Sunday? You mentioned you have Bucks Super Bowl tickets at 60 to one. 65 to one. I saw the fistful of tickets you got, and I believe Jersey over the weekend. What'd you decide to do? Uh, so I haven't, I haven't hedged anything yet on the, uh, on the chiefs. Um, I've, I've placed a couple of, of bets that I feel like are proposition bets that kind of are hedges and possible middles, um, that are, pro chiefs, um, or anti Buccaneers. So, um, I think that turnovers are really, you know, correlated to the game outcome. Uh, so I've bet like Brady to, to throw an interception. Um, I think I laid like minus 30 and minus minus one forty. Um, I bet Mahomes to not throw an interception. Uh, same thing there. I, I was laying minus 30 minus 40. Um, I've bet the Buccaneers to have the first turnover. Um, I've bet the Buccaneers to have more turnovers because those things are all, you know, pretty correlated to the, um, to the outcome of the game. And I felt like the prices that I was paying were fair or even maybe to my advantage. So um, that's, that's when you're getting the both the best of both worlds is when you can have, you know, bets on both sides of an event that are, you know, positive. So. So essentially, Mark, you're kind of hedging without fully hedging the actual outcome of the game. Right. I mean, you could still lose both. 
you know, you, you could still lose both or you could still win both. Um, so yeah. Uh, tell us about the MVP bets. A lot of people talking about this week. Uh, which MVP props did you place? Yeah, so I, I thought that they did a really good job this year um, of pricing that pretty appropriately. Um, the two that I found that I really liked, uh, I bet Shaquille, or Shaq Barrett and uh, Jason Pierre-Paul at uh, 150 to 1 odds. Uh, basically, I, I, I thought that if Tampa's going to win the game, it's you know either going to be Brady winning the MVP or possibly a defensive player because you know generally to win the MVP you have to score. If it's not going to be a quarterback, you have to have an impact on the game by scoring touchdowns or having impact plays on defense. And uh, you know I didn't um, I didn't see any. I, I don't project any Buccaneers player to score more than one touchdown. I mean it, it's definitely possible, but I don't think it's likely. So that kind of nixes all of the Buccaneers skill position players. Um, and then, you know, I think there could be a narrative where, you know, if either one of those uh, guys who sacks the quarterback a lot, um, get to Mahomes and shut him down, uh, force a fumble that gets, you know, returned or, or just sacks them multiple times, um, limits the possessions. Uh, I think that there's a, especially in a lower scoring game, which is not likely, uh, you know, they could possibly, uh, you know, win the MVP if it all comes together for them. So, Mark, what what odds did you get those at? Because correct me if I'm wrong, but after you did what you did, didn't they change the odds? Yeah, I bet them at 150 to one. Uh, each of the each of those guys, uh, I think that at that was at MGM or Borgata. I think they moved them to like 50 or 60 to one after that. But you know, I was kind of combing through the apps and looking at other places. And I, I did see other, you know, other places had them at roughly a hundred to one or maybe 90 or something like that. So, you know, I, I generally don't like to post something unless other people can get it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I still feel like they were value at, you know, a hundred to one too. So. Uh, with Mark DeRosa, pro sports better. This is BetQL daily on the BetQL audio network. Uh, Mark, uh, legalization running rampant throughout the country. You hear a lot of, or you see a lot of it on Twitter, pro betters complaining that they can't get much down. Look how much I've been limited here or there. Uh, how were you able to bet so much? And did you have an issue finding spots that would take your action? Uh, you know, in New Jersey, they just seem to be, for me, they seem to be more, uh, what's the word for it? You know, more welcoming of the action. Um, you know, I, I have not had problems with being limited in New Jersey. Um, you know, other places in Nevada have been. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, mm. I think that they're just uh, happy to have people in their state betting. So as far as uh, New Jersey goes. Especially in Atlanta. Well, where where'd you go, Mark? Atlantic City or somewhere else? Yeah, Atlantic City. Yeah, I, I think, honestly – they're they're trying to do whatever they can to get as many people to, to get anybody to go to Atlantic City that they can these days. <laughs> Think about that, by the way, Joe. I, you know, I grew up two and a half hours from Atlantic City. Like, what a total wasted opportunity. I mean, that, that it could have been like the – think of how close it is to D.C., Baltimore, Philly, New York. It could have been like – it could have been huge, and they blew yeah. it. Yeah. 
Uh, Mark DeRosa, last thing uh, before we let you go, only have about 30 seconds. Have you placed any futures bets for next year? Um, maybe guessing on where Deshaun Watson's going to go. Um, yeah, I, I did take a number on the Jets just because, you know, the market seems to favor uh, him going there. But I really, you know, I really don't know if they have the team to actually right. do it. You know, I think they were a lot better than people thought they were this year. But uh, even with Deshaun Watson, you know, I just don't know if they have the team. You know, they got to play against Buffalo in that, in that division. I'm sure that the Dolphins will be slightly improved. The Patriots will be better. Um, you know, it's just a matter of, all right, I got a really good number. Uh, but I wouldn't go yep. crazy with it. Thank you, Mark. Great stuff at EdTeach23. We'll go over tonight's NBA card next on the BetQL Audio Network.